This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Microsoft Copilot will change the way we all work. Even if you don't use a Windows machine. That's right. The actual way business gets done, the way that we all work, the definition of work is going to change over the next week, but especially come this November. We're going to talk about that more today on Everyday AI. This is your daily live stream podcast and free daily newsletter, helping everyday people like me and you make sense of what's going on in the world of AI. There's a lot. There's a lot even in the last couple of hours. Uh, so my name's Jordan Wilson. Thank you for joining. Uh, if you are live, thanks. Appreciate that. Get your get your questions in. Let's talk Microsoft Copilot. Let's talk the future of work. Uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys want to know uh, about Microsoft Copilot. I may not have all the answers right now live on the show, but don't worry. We'll get all the answers for you. Check it out in the free daily newsletter. So let's, let's talk about this. I'm going to, I'm going to throw up on my screen here. Um, I'm not going to throw up on my screen, but I'm going to throw up a uh, screen share here. But if you're listening on the podcast, don't worry. And you can always, uh, you can always come back um, in the show notes. Uh, you can come watch this video. You can come back and ask questions. Uh, there should be a LinkedIn thread in the show notes if you are listening on the podcast. So don't worry. But um, I'm going to try to do my best to, you know, talk a little bit. Um, and to kind of walk you through what's on screen, but nothing, um, you know, nothing that I can't explain, hopefully in words. So um, what is Copilot? Let's start there. Copilot is essentially bringing generative AI to the operating system. All right. So what does that mean? You know, if you're new to AI, if you haven't been following the news closely, let me try to break that down. You know, Artificial intelligence isn't new. Let's start there. And technically, gen AI isn't new either, right? We've been using AI in different sectors since the 80s, pretty prominently, even before that, right? But so, some entire business sectors have been running on AI for multiple decades. The, even the definition of generative AI has, has changed a little bit. Uh, the way that we talk about it on the Everyday AI show, um, with gen AI is essentially, um, giving everyday people like me and you access. It's the accessibility and the affordability to take basic um, non-machine learning inputs, so text inputs, and to be able to create something on the back end. So, right? so, um, so many of the gen AI tools that we're all familiar with are probably tools like ChatGPT, like Bing Chat, like Google Bard, like Anthropic Cloud, um, like MidJourney, like Stable Diffusion, right? Like Runway. So these are all different Gen AI softwares and tools that you can essentially put in a text input and you can create unlimited possibilities on the back end. So that's kind of um, when we talk Gen AI, at least here on the show, that's kind of what we're referring to. So how does Microsoft Copilot change that? Well, it brings generative AI to the operating system, right? I'm not going to go off on my 
my wild 45 minute tangent that I did last time about Microsoft Copilot and to tell you how huge that is, but it is enormous. <laughs> Here's why. In all of these other instances that I just told you, you know, I just rattled off, you know, six or seven very popular um, gen AI tools, large language model systems. All of those are technically disjointed. They don't all talk to each other. Yes, I'm a huge fan of chat GPT and plugins and, you know, bringing in kind of, um, you know, external um, apps, external softwares, but it's still very disjointed. I still have to log into all of those different systems. They can't talk to each other. Yes, Google Bard released extensions. They're not that good, to be honest. They don't work how you would want them to work. ChatGPT with plugins is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but there's still limitations. Bringing Microsoft Copilot, bringing generative AI to your desktop takes away so many of those limitations. All right. And I'm going to go slightly into hot take mode here, right? Because I, I, I want to talk about how I even opened up the show. It is going to change how, it is going to change the way business gets done, right? We're going to start to see that tomorrow when they do some of these uh, rollouts, right? So we talked about tomorrow. There are going to be, um, there's going to be some of these uh, initial rollouts of Microsoft Copilot, but the the bulk of kind of what most people are are looking at and what I'm going to kind of be referencing today on the show is the November 1st release. Okay. So there's a difference. We're going to start to see some initial rollouts tomorrow on September 26th. But a lot of even what we're talking about today is going to be based on November 1st, right? And that is kind of the general availability release. That is when you start to get the Microsoft 365 uh, Copilot, which is when all of these different systems start to talk to each other, right? So your Outlook with your email, your uh, your Microsoft Word, your Word documents, your, your Excel, your spreadsheets, uh, Teams. So your your internal communication, your chat, right? Um, PowerPoint. This is when all of your different um, essentially how you run business can all start to talk to each other. So that for enterprise customers, um, is going to be available November 1st, it's $30 a month per user. I believe someone correct me if I'm wrong on that, but we are going to start to see, um, tomorrow, some of these, um, initial rollouts, but not the whole Microsoft 365 copilot suite. Okay. That's the biggest difference. All right. So, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking on the show tomorrow and later this week about some of the initial co-pilots, but I wanted to take a bigger picture look at what's going on. And I want to zoom out a little bit, okay? Because I already, I already went through my hot take, but I want to talk to everyone about what this means. And I want to get your questions too, okay? So you might be saying, all right, Jordan, how does this change the way we work? How does this change the way business gets done, right? I do think... Microsoft Copilot, roast me in the comments, fight me if you want. I think this is going to be far more impactful for how we work than even ChatGPT, right? Like if you're a generative AI fan, enthusiast, aficionado, whatever you want to call yourself, you probably look at the, the release of ChatGPT in November 2022 as almost like a milestone, right? 
when we look at the, I think the November 1st release of Microsoft Copilot, and then we compare it to the quote unquote chat GPT craze, the two will not be comparable. Okay. November 1st with the full rollout of Microsoft Copilot 365. And again, this show isn't sponsored. Microsoft isn't paying me, but you know, Microsoft holler at me if you, uh, if you want to get that done, <laughs> but uh, this is going to change the way we all work. Okay. Even if you're not using Microsoft 365 Copilot, and let me explain. Okay. So my actual full-time job is a seller and agency. We work with small, medium-sized clients, um, helping them create digital strategies and implement those, right? So we're, you know, we've worked with from smaller, you know, 10 employee companies to companies that have hundreds of employees. Okay. And this is why Microsoft Copilot is going to change the way business gets done. Even if you or your business is not on Microsoft or you're not using Windows 11, because here's the thing, it's changing the competitive landscape. All right. So maybe you and your team is on Mac, you know, you're, you're an Apple team. That's the team I'm on right now, but I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be going to both teams here pretty soon. Um, but here's the thing. Yes. We know Apple is, is, uh, working on their, their Ajax, their, you know, Apple GPT, whatever you want to call it. So they're creating their own large language models. We don't know what it is, when it's going to be released, Right. So yeah, you might be saying, all right, Jordan, well, yeah, so many creative teams, so many, um, you know, big agencies, you know, ever like all those types of companies use Mac and, and they, they drive marketing, they drive advertising, they drive communications. Okay, sure. But not all of them, the companies who are instantly taking advantage of Microsoft Copilot are going to have a huge competitive advantage to have generative AI in your actual operating system changes how you work. And if your competitors are taking advantage of Microsoft Copilot and you aren't originally, right? You are at such an extreme competitive advantage. And I'm not making that up, y'all. I t- I have taught technically thousands, but one-on-one, I've taught hundreds of people, you know, through, through our free uh, Prime Prompt Polish PPP course, drop PPP in the comments if, if you want access. Through that, you know, we, we, we've done other trainings, we do other episodes where we walk people through all these different gen AI systems. And again, yes, they're all amazing in their own regard, but Microsoft Copilot is bringing all of these things together. And to be able to have all these different systems talk to each other, y'all, I have two journalism degrees, but I can't even think of a word that's more impactful than game changer. That is the word I am looking for, (laughs) right? I can't even find the words. Very rarely do I not have the words. All right. So with that, let's talk a little bit more about what Microsoft 365 Copilot even is and what it does. All right. And I want to make sure also I get to, um, I want to make sure I get to everyone's questions here, comments. All right. So um, apologies for some reason today, my comments aren't pulling up here on the screen. So I apologize about that. 
uh, I know they were they were just pulling up. They're no longer pulling up. So I'm sorry about that, y'all. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna actually bring up. We'll we'll see how how good I am here with uh, freestyling. I'm gonna try to look on another monitor, see if I can't get to your questions uh, as well. But I won't be able to pull them up. All right. So first, let's talk about what Microsoft 365 Copilot even is. Okay. Because that's incredibly important to understand the basics. All right. So again, I'm showing my screen. This is a long blog post. Uh, we'll we'll have this in the um, in the newsletter. So make sure you go sign up at youreverydayai.com. Okay. So a couple things to keep in mind. You have Microsoft 365 Copilot, right? And it essentially combines a large language model on top of all of your data, okay? And you'll see here, we have a little chart that's kind of showing the difference between Microsoft Copilot, Bing Chat Enterprise, and then Microsoft 365 Copilot. There's actually a lot of different offerings because even Bing Chat Enterprise is different, obviously, than OpenAI's ChatGPT Enterprise. Different products, they share the same technology. They're obviously very different. But even within kind of the Microsoft Copilot setup, you have regular Microsoft Copilot, okay? You have Bing Chat Enterprise, and then you have Microsoft 365 Copilot. And the biggest difference, so Microsoft Copilot, that's what we're going to see the initial roll-offs, uh, roll-out starting September 26th tomorrow. And then Microsoft 365 Copilot, which is, uh, you know, that's when you start to bring in all the different apps, okay? The enterprise security, privacy, compliance, Microsoft 365 chat. Those things are not going to be available tomorrow on the 26th, right? Those are going to be uh, available starting November 1st, the initial rollout um, to paid uh, customers, and it's going to be $30 a month. Okay. So those are the a pretty basic overview. Okay. And now I'm going to scroll down here. This might actually be on a different, um, here we go. So I want to talk a little bit about the power of being able to use a large language model on top of your data in the apps where you already work. Okay. So if you're joining us, if you're joining us from the podcast, don't worry, I'm going to try my best to explain this. I'm going to zoom in a little bit so you can see, right? But you can be working in Microsoft Word as an example, what we have going on here in this screen share. And you can talk with Copilot inside your document, right? And you can not just give Microsoft Copilot access to what's in that document, but with Microsoft 365 chat, you can ask questions about what's in your Outlook. You can ask questions about what's in that PowerPoint that someone sent and maybe you haven't read. What's in that Excel sheet, right? So you have access to the entire Microsoft 365 suite everywhere you go, okay? You can kind of see it in this example where um, they're asking um, within Microsoft Office, 
within Microsoft Docs, um, you know, Microsoft Word. They're talking with Copilot about the doc, but you can have all of your documents, all of your data. It is all going to be centralized and all of these different apps are going to be able to talk to each other. All right. I hope that's good for the basic screen sharing there. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free prime prompt polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realized that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. So that is why, it's a very small example why, how we all work is going to change. All right. And let me even tell you about a little bit of the product updates. I don't, I, I don't think I need to go too deep into this, but Again, Microsoft 365 Copilot is going to bring all of your apps together. Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Teams, and Microsoft 365 Chat. So Microsoft 365 Chat is essentially, think of it as a Teams chat, but you'll be able to chat with all, your, all of your documents. So it's, I think people are actually going to use this a lot. So think of, you, you know, if you're normally chatting with people in Microsoft Teams or Slack or Discord or whatever, you now have you know, your entire company's data, all of your personal, um, work projects, every single, you know, Excel attachment, PowerPoint document that you've worked on, everything is in one spot and you can talk to it. Hey, what's in this hundred page PowerPoint that I haven't read yet that I haven't looked at, you know, what's in this long email thread, help me create an Excel sheet from all of the different uh, data in this long email thread, right? That's the power of when all of your apps can talk to each other, okay? We didn't even get into the hardware, which I think is pretty exciting, right? Because uh, Microsoft also at their event on Thursday, when they announced the release date, they also announced, you know, some, uh, some hardware updates, you know, their new Surface laptop can run um, Meta's, Llama large language model locally, right? <laughs> Which that's wild. We can get into that another day. Like the power of being able to run a large language model locally. Um, I'll have to devote a whole episode to that so we can go into depth and talk about what it means, right? But a couple, a couple other things, right? So yeah, we talked about the Microsoft 365 apps. It's going to bring all of these, um, all of these different, all of your data together. It's going to be wild. However, some other cool product updates that I think are worth mentioning, you know, within Microsoft photos, even Microsoft paint, um, you know, Microsoft designer, uh, program Dolly three is coming to these, these programs, right. To Microsoft designer, to Microsoft paint, 
uh, to Bing Image Creator. You know, Dolly 3 is, is the new uh, image model from OpenAI that's going to be released here in a couple of, I think it's uh, in about a month or so. So not only is Microsoft 365 and, and Copilot going to change how we all work, but even all of Microsoft's individual products and some of their more creative tools, which I'm especially excited about, um, they're getting like Photoshop-esque features inside, um, you know, designer and inside Microsoft Photo, right? You are getting Canva-esque features, right, um, in Microsoft Designer. But to be able to pull in Dolly 3 into that equation and to then use uh, some of these other tools to help run your business, to help run your creative, your advertising, your marketing, I think is going to be pretty remarkable. All right. So I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have all, all of your comments here. I'm looking on the other screen. I want to try to get to them. I'm not going to be able to pull them up, but let's try here. Let's try here. I want to make sure I can try to get to a couple of your questions. All right. So Douglas had a question. He said, when is your guess for how lessons from your PPP, your prime prompt polish will be applied with Copilot? Um, okay. Great question, Doug. So if, if y'all haven't taken our prime prompt polish course, you definitely should, um, just type in PPP. I'll send you the information and we actually have our, our pro, our pro class, which is free, uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. So check, check your email. Cause if you took our, uh, free PPP course, I emailed you about it. Um, so Doug, good question. The PPP course essentially is teaching people how to properly use a large language model. And those lessons, right, because they are geared toward working inside ChatGPT, but those lessons can be applied universally, I think, right? Because so many people out there look at, um, you know, ChatGPT or large language models as a shortcut, and they just want, you know, the fastest way possible to, to, to get a result. So they're using these, you know, copy and paste prompts again. For those of you that have taken the PPP course and you've applied it in your everyday life, November 1st, when November 1st comes out, and if, if, if your team, if your company is using this new enterprise offering, Microsoft 365, $30 a month per user, I think it's a steal, if I'm being honest. If you've gone through the PPP, you're going to be light years ahead of everyone else who hasn't, everyone else who's just been copying and pasting because... Working with a large language model, even within Microsoft, you, you know, uh, their new co-pilot offering and their, you know, 365 chat, it's a skill set, right? It's like learning how to properly prompt a large language model, which is what we teach in the PPP course. That's a skill set. And so now when the rest of the business world is ready to sprint, and I do think Q4 is going to be very telling for the future of Gen AI, um, because I think you're going to have the companies that have prioritized generative, generative AI in training in 2023, when Q4 hits and when Microsoft, you know, 365 Copilot hits, those companies and those individuals are going to be so far ahead of everyone else, you know? It's, it's actually going to be, I think, 
you, you know, November, December, January, you're going to see a lot of, you know, um, a lot of companies, eight figure, nine figure companies, they're going to be moving hard in one direction. They're either going to be quickly falling behind or they're going to be quickly sprinting ahead because the competitive landscape, y'all, again, I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. We've all been playing by the same rules in, in, in work, more or less, for 30 years, right? Since we all got on the internet, you know, about, I think I'm doing my math right No. 20, 20 some years, right? Since, uh, you know, the average business has been conducting um, business operations online. So the rules haven't changed for nearly a quarter of a century. The rules have started to change, but not completely. I think with this co-pilot release, that is when the rules are actually going to change for the first time in 25 years. That is not an exaggeration. Um, all right, uh, Dr. Muthana can't bring up your uh, comment here, but he's asking how many here would replace their ChatGPT subscription with Microsoft 365 Copilot? Uh, thumbs up here if you would. That's a great point. Um, I do believe that a lot of people who have been paying that $20 a month, right? And even companies that maybe have been paying for it for certain departments, individuals, you know, people by themselves. Yes. I do think a lot of people who, you know, are, are watching their costs because I get it. You know, if you have uh, subscriptions to four or five, 15 different generative AI tools, um, I do think some of the bigger, uh, some of the bigger names out there are going to be losing. I think maybe even mid journey right? When you can bring Dolly three into the operating system. So yeah, I think mid journey, uh, you, you know, might lose some subscribers in theory. You know, I think ChatGPT in theory will, you know, it's not going to be too devastating because, uh, you know, they'll be going to Microsoft, which is a, you know, a large, has a large ownership stake in ChatGPT. So it won't hurt ChatGPT in the long run, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I think, also, what's going to be interesting is we've seen literally thousands of new startups over the last couple of uh, months in the generative AI space. And it's actually changed. And I've got to get someone on the show to talk about this a little bit more. But it's changed the entire like venture capital uh, landscape. It's, it's changed the startup landscape because I think in 2022... VCs were just throwing any, like all of their money in early 2023 as well at any company that said generative AI, this large language model that take my money, take our money. Right. Um, Anthropic is, is, you know, obviously in a league of its own, but you know, $4 billion investment is, is, is wild. Right. But you've had thousands of startup companies, um, that don't even, some of them don't even have fully finished products yet. And they've raised tens of millions of dollars. And then when you see Microsoft Copilot come out, it is going to, I think, render so many of those startups useless. Don't get me wrong. I still think there's plenty of, you know, there's plenty of room for competition for, you know, new products, new innovation in the generative AI space. So 
you know, if you're a, the founder of a SaaS that uses AI, I, I don't want that to deter you. But I do think that Microsoft uh, 365 Copilot is going to make so many of these early age young startups. Um, it's going to make their software obsolete, not needed, you know, because not only will uh, you be able to have a better offering probably um, within Microsoft 365 Copilot, but the ability to talk to other apps and to share that data across your operating system, I think is more important than the most powerful tool or the most you know robust in terms of features, new generative AI product out there. It doesn't matter if it's in a silo, right? And I'm going to start to wrap up the show like this. I'm sorry I couldn't get to more of your questions uh, live here on the show. Uh, sorry about the little bug, but I will get to them um, in the comments. So I'll, I'll, I'll reply when um, you know I get off here, get off this uh, stream. But I'm going to end with this and kind of transitioning from, from that, right? Think right now, if you are someone that has greatly benefited from using all of these generative AI tools, right? Like we just talked about all the great features that are coming out with ChatGPT. And if you missed that, these features were just released minutes before we went live. So, you know, the multimodal um, that they're going to be rolling out over the next two weeks, being able to talk to ChatGPT, have it talk back to you. So being able to communicate with voice and audio instead of text, being able to uh, communicate with, with a photo, right? Like that's amazing. But guess what? In the end, ChatGPT, as much as I love it and use it, I use it for hours every day, it is still in a silo. So many of these generative AI tools that we're using, they're great, they're powerful, they're robust. They're giving us new capabilities with how we work, but none of them so far have come close to changing the definition of work, especially knowledge work, right? Those of us that are working in front of a computer in, in a knowledge base, um, in a knowledge base capacity, which is so many of us, right? Nothing, no generative AI tool so far has come, or in my opinion, until we see what Apple's been cooking up, right? I do expect something big whenever they release something, which might be in 2024, might be in 2025. We don't know yet. Reportedly, it's 2024. Um, but until that happens, I think all of this generative AI uh, movement in this huge wave that we think has been so impactful to how we work, it is nothing compared to what happens when all of this becomes available in the operating system. It is going to change the way we work. It is going to change how business gets done. And it is going to change the very definition of work. All right. Thank you again for joining. We're going to have a lot more, right? Couldn't, couldn't get to everything. Couldn't get to everything in this episode. I'm going to get to your, uh, to your comments. Don't worry. Um, but there's a lot more to that, that, that we're going to uh, give you here in the newsletter. So make sure if you haven't already, go to youreverydayai.com. It'll be in the show notes. Don't worry. It's simple. Your 
everydayai.com. If you want to know more about what we just talked about, there's a lot more information. Make sure you go sign up every single day. We break down not just the news of the day, but we always have an episode too. And in most days, every day this week, except today, we have a guest and we always go into great depth and detail on that topic that we couldn't get to in the live stream. So if you learn something in the live stream, or if you learn something in the podcast, that's only half the battle. You have to leverage it and you have to go make it work for you. And that's what the newsletter is all about. So make sure you go subscribe at youreverydayai.com and make sure you come back this week for more Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.